0: Lincoln here from Turn to Burn and welcome to another episode of Word Wars where we declare war on flesh through poetry. We declare the word of God, the gospel, through this poetic mean and hopefully it is a blessing to your family units. You can use this in whatever medium that you choose to share the gospel. Thank you for being present today. humans today live in fellowship with technology. Buttons and circuits conjoined with biology. Producing a new breed of humans. Artificial reality seeking to improve on man made in God's image. In the garden, man operated on Yah's breath. Call that divine reality. Man was love-powered, until tricked by hate's coward, Babel replaced Mount Zion. Then man became food for lions, humans now needing aids to survive, hunted by the planet on which they were meant to thrive and rule, throwing away divine intelligence for the artificial tool, graduate fools of a demonic school. Then a real man came, carrying his reality with him. A divine weatherman, transforming a crisis to paradise, love his DNA. not needing any AI or VR. His reality displayed in his scar, yet man rejects him, preferring the Babel skyline. Time is numerate as seconds count. Humans are innumerate. We often refuse to count time, living lives built on crime, thinking we manage the clock and not our work. There is one master of time and he is very numerate. He gives wisdom to primate reprobates so they can represent him using effort with urgency. Time stinks like a pungent emergency because for humans, it's very perishable time is brutally unpalatable for those who don't respect it man balances a timeless soul with flesh that's ripe with limits and then the greys attack with revenge of a youth-filled waste and time hunts our flesh and takes a taste daring the procrastinates to fulfill their divine purpose flesh the here and time the tortoise and we know how that story ends you or someone you know are interested in buying selling or investing in real estate in naples florida give Rashid Willesley a call at 239-207-2955. That's 239-207-2955. Can anyone tell me what begotten means? I can show you what it doesn't. Two on horses producing an ape. Jamaicans call an illegitimate child a jacket. As many devious thoughts run crude rackets, males sign their names to wrong birth certificates, ending up with huge child support bills. Then hitmen get calls. Followed by police, then child services, a well-dressed apocalyptic beast, and that jacket becomes another neat craft, left adrift on a punctured life raft surrounded by sharks, heart unplugged so he becomes an Iceman. Our Heavenly Father sees his creation. Amidst the tears he shed from the fall of Adam, he saw his image genetically modified, doomed in hell to forever fry, definitely not the man he made, a jacket of his image with Eden's raid. Man now with an apple stuck in his throat, nowhere in God's blueprint was that found. As demons flaunt, love's free man was eternally bound. The sinless feet of love touched the blood-soaked ground wrapped in swaddling clothes. As man bowed in demonic knees, he became the opposite of monogenes, Spliced with darkness, perfection marred. And so Christ chose to leave his pure, his pure throne to inherit our scars, becoming the jacket for all mankind. Father became just God. Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. seeing the back of the man whose face he hosted. His face became as unrecognizable as the inhuman race he loves. He released Noah's dove to all jackets, seeing that dove constantly return with an olive branch. this life and leave with scars. Rough badges of our many wars, the harmful words and violent touch, are signs of shame we try to hide, expressions of our hate unwrapped. In each human birthed to us lies love's image trapped in dust. A note is sent to earth in jars, or flesh a canvas for Van Gogh. The painter that we fail to know sent his own son to take our blows, and as his flesh this world disposed was ripped and torn to many shreds, his body ruined as blood ran red, his side no longer flawless clean or mess an evil story his scars profess his father's glory that while our sins were dark and gory he was not afraid saying the closer you get to really know me you'll see these scars make me no less holy I remember one night Paul banging on my door Shouting, your father just died and your mom has been trying to get you. Hurry to the hospital. In those days, we had a thing called dial-up, which meant when you were on the internet, you lost voice calls. I had a reggae music website that I was working on. It took 30 minutes to upload one song. I didn't make any money from it, but carried the scars thinking maybe if I was available. I remember falling from a bus. I nearly died. The wheels escaping in my head. In those days in Jamaica, buses didn't stop. They slowed down. And you hopped off and rang alongside the bus to slow down. I did the first part correctly, so my shoulder was left scarred. I bounced off the ground and back to my feet, hoping no one saw I remember rushing to the hospital room. They induced labor, not telling me about preeclampsia. I said okay, thinking the baby was still okay. However, ten hours later, I held him. The splitting image of me and similarly lifeless. They then turned attention to saving her. He seemed a distraction. I almost killed two more. Each story left me more scarred and I forgot about the painter who behind all this pain was still creating a masterpiece. Each scar made me feel further from him, unworthiness of my flesh feeling, the hope in the Bible a fable for fools. There is no God, I said, and if he exists he's a psychopath. The scars I bore, signs of his wrath. I lived hooked by that lie that made me destined to fry. God would not get the pleasure of seeing me cry. Alone and confused, destined to lose, only looking forward to the next weekend when I could get drunk again. Looking in the mirror and seeing the monster I had become. And then, at the end of two semi-automatic guns, I heard, the closer you get to really know me, you'll see these scars make me no less holy. So I looked at the cross and saw the scars that he bore for a world that their king refused to adore. He showed me his beard that was plucked like a duck. He took the disgrace so I wouldn't need luck Those scars are his trophies. These scabs share a story of how the dawn shares glory through suffering and pain and invites scar-filled sinners to share in his reign. But his throne is built for flesh draped in white, humans born again to be enrobed in light, who give up our scars because he clings to his, grants eternal life with the life that he lives, and the worst thing is that we think he will not know. The scarring from hatred that we choose to hide, and so many jewels resort to backslide, rejecting the symphony in scars on our king Declaring to the world in the most tranquil voice, The closer you get to really know me, You will see your scars make you no less holy. Join the Family Institute today and learn... How to Make Better Life Choices by Cultivating a Godly Mindset in our Messianic Mentorship Programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly with personal sessions, $100 for individuals, and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com. Adjacent means almost, nearby and close. Christ told a rude acting dude that he was kingdom adjacent. And whilst some take that with a complacent smile, I recognize a miss is as good as a mile. Adjacent, the worst thing one can be. Ask Tyson Gay and Merlin Otty as they inspect countless silver medals. Coming close isn't good enough. In fact, it's more tormenting. To know you were beaten by one thousandth of a second. Dipping way too early. The maybes worse than Gitmo making walk-up waterboarding a vacation. And this gives new meaning to salvation. Christ's message, John Baptist's continuation, within your arm's length is heaven's kingdom. If you will lock eyes with love and repent and turn your back on earth's serpent, crushing his head so hard that your heel hurt, Earth's inhabitants love adjacent, living almost in the eternal kingdom of heaven, one mindset away, eternal life with no silver medals. consume meat. Herbivores think veggies are neat and both adapt to their nutrients. Food becomes man's ingredients. Canines grow longer in meat eaters. Yet man was created a god eater, a Christivore. Food has become a poor religion. As man excels at protein extinction with precision, herbivores and carnivores both destroying the planet with distinction man unable to feed himself without heating up the globe forgetting the scars on the dawn's robe to provide a buffet of his flesh and blood yet man prefers to ignore manna tired of the same meal repeated despite the truth that death was defeated Christ overlooked for five guys. The Passover lamb despised for warm fries by the vegans. Man rejects being a Christivore to be a feeble Christian. Our food defines our life, yet we reject being defined by Christ. And heaven provides a chef better than Les Square, as God prayed on the floor of the garden. Man's heart supremely hardened, rejecting the diet that leads to eternal life. Man feeds on his own flesh and not the flesh of Christ. Yet man was created a God-eater, a Christivore. someone you know are interested in buying selling or investing in real estate in Naples Florida give Rashid Willisley a call at 239-207-2955 that's 239-207-2955 his blood spilled his blood spilled, so common flesh could live great filled. Love lifted me. Elevation through liberty. John seventeen twenty two floors me. Yah's glory revealed in man's unity in divinity, but we have bigger plans. Despite the nail prints in his son's hands, we hold on to great reasons for an eternal silver medal. Like flintstones, we eject love's power, preferring to foot pedal, man power preferred to God power. Despite his pure blood shower, we ignore Christ's flesh to Barabbas devour, average. Preferred to great. Saintly inventions dying as reprobates. Selfishness, selflessness replace. Free will conquers love's will in us. God's earthen vessels swallowed in hungry dust. Or cemetery, the most valuable resource on the globe. We refuse to discard our flesh robe like he did, but the Messiah self resurrected, the only man to be Yah's perfect selfie in flesh. He walked the ghetto Nazareth to overthrow, the entitled. Sin no more the excuse to being or best, eternal love reserved for the greatness. Of love so his blood spilled his blood spilled so common flesh could live great filled but we have bigger plans January the month of Janus the Roman deity of doors and new beginnings mortals worshipping him with their worthless New Year's resolutions 92% of which resolutely fail gyms and churches briefly prevail with homunculus benefit to clients and Janus remains an unreachable giant New beginnings taunting us. or putrid past haunting us. The doors to rebirth slammed by Janus. Because we shun Jesus to stubbornly worship our flesh. We refuse to defeat or death. Treasuring lies lived as life. Honoring staunch heartaches and strife. Not seeing resurrection at hand. Because Yah showed himself a victorious man and gave repentant mortals new beginnings because they trust his only forgotten son Jesus who fired janus and transformed january into january no need for a two-faced deity looking forward and back impotent to protect time's gate from sin's attack jesus christ made reborn man conquer time janus no in the unemployment line.